And welcome to another edition of Ron's House. As always, I appreciate you listening. How is your 2020 so far? It sucks? Yours too? Yeah, I think that's the consensus from everybody right about now. 2020 is its the year that when we watched movies a long time ago and they would show something, they would show a scene of what it would be like in 2020. There'd be flying cars and people would be wearing spacesuits and everybody appeared to be the same. Everything was supposed to be completely different in 2020. But unfortunately, 2020 is more like the 1950s or maybe even before that. I mean, think about it. There are diseases floating around that nobody has the cure for and black people are still being unfairly treated by the people who are supposed to protect them. So, so far, 2020 is not good. You know, it's the year I did start this podcast and I was all excited and, you know, I was like, yeah, I, this this is a lot of fun. I like doing this. But, you know, the more and more this goes on, the more and more I'm realizing how I'm really not all that talented because really anybody can get on a microphone and talk about how racism sucks have an opinion on whether we should wear a mask or not wear a mask. And really, the easiest part about doing these things is Donald Trump really writes the material for me. And I'm sure it would be just as easy for you, too. I mean, this clown is the worst president of all time, as I've said many times. However, he's fodder for people who want to do any commentary about him because it's just so easy to do. So, unfortunately, I found out that, you know, as, I, as I'm going along and people are like, hey, I like the show, they're like, you know what? All you're doing is just saying the same things that everybody else is saying about Donald Trump, and it's really not that hard. So 2020 does suck. This country has been on its way to hell for quite some time, but now I think we've hit the bottom floor and the doors are opening. So everybody off the elevator, we're here. The good news is we have a chance to get back on the elevator and at least come back up to earth, which is not that much better than hell, but it's not hell. And we can do that in November by voting in Joe Biden. Oh, but Ronnie's not my candidate. I don't care. Yeah, but Ronnie says some things. I don't care. So does Donald Trump. And Donald Trump says things that are just beyond the scope of anything that's normal. Joe Biden might say a couple things that are goofy, but when he's on, he's on. If you saw his speech last week, he did a really good job. That's presidential. That's bringing everybody together. And in these times, that's what we need. We need to bring everybody together. And I will say I've had many conversations about what has happened over the last week or so. And I have seen more people then I had expected to say, yes, this is wrong. Yeah, there's still detractors, and yeah, there are people who still want to focus on some other things that may deflect a little bit just so they can almost still have their little bit of, well, these people are idiots or these people are jobless, whatever. You know, there's the same things you hear over and over and over again. But I have seen 
a difference. And I don't know what the difference is this time. I really don't. I, I'm trying to figure out why there's a difference this time. Why is there a difference when people saw this police officer put his knee on this gentleman, George Floyd's neck? And by the way, I got to apologize. On last week's podcast, I was calling George Floyd, George Lloyd. And unfortunately, when I was doing a little bit of research for the show, I wrote down the wrong name, and that's what happened. So I do apologize for that. But what is different this time about what happened to George Floyd than the numerous other cases before then? You would have thought it would have ended at Rodney King. And I say Rodney King because it was really the first time somebody had a video of what was being complained about for years and years and years and years. And maybe some people at the time said, look, I might have been on his side, but the rioters ruined everything. Sort of like some people are saying now, but again, it's not as many people as it was back in the early 90s. There seems to be a more cohesive unit. There seems to be a more direct message of what needs to happen and what needs to happen from this point on again is not just look at the systemic problem that is going on between police officers and black people it has to go beyond that now we have to figure out why this continues to happen over and over again i got a pretty good thought and idea as to why it's because we're hiring almost kind of just anybody to be a police officer. Yes, I know you have to go through training. I know you have to go through a a, a very rigorous training process, but it appears to me there's one too many cowboys in the police force. And by cowboys, you know what I mean. They're just people who just want to have that gun, and they almost want somebody to say something so they can use that force, that excessive over-the-top force, which you have seen on video over and over and over again, even in just this last week. The force used by the police officer at the direction of the President of the United States is outrageous of what's going on. It is outrageous, and it makes me so angry. And if it makes me angry, I can't imagine what the black community feels like. I mean, what? Shoving a 70-plus-year-old man down to the ground, cracking his head open, using your vehicle to basically push people out of the way. Almost don't even care if you ran them over. Using pepper spray and smoke bombs. I mean, and the protests are protesting that police officers use excessive force. And they blatantly do it because the president of the United States say you have to dominate. And he sure he sure dominated. And I know all of you know this by now. I mean, I'm a few days behind on the recording of this podcast, but you guys already saw it. You saw the moving of people to the side using over-the-top excessive force, pepper spray and smoke bombs and horses and everybody to move people out of the way so the orange idiot can go walk to a church that he's been to, according to the parishioner at that church, one time, and I think that was on Inauguration Day, and held up a Bible as if he was holding up a newspaper, like he was selling a newspaper. 
I mean, I'm not a religious guy at all. I'm really not. I was insulted. Can't imagine what real religious people feel like who aren't under the spell of Donald Trump. But again, I want to go back to the main focus. And because I've always said, I don't want to lose focus on this thing. That's why it bothers me to hear about the looters and the rioters. And, you know, I separate all of them. Actually, you know, sometimes the, the rioters, even though I don't personally agree with it, sometimes that may be part of the protest because it's just people showing how angry they are and how tired and sick they are of having to go over this over and over and over again. And now you can see it. You see it every day on these videos of the police almost daring people to say or do something so they can use their force and in some cases some people aren't even saying anything and they're using the force on them that's what black people have been saying has been happening to them for decades and decades and decades and so is it going to be different now there feels like something may be different maybe i hope so but what can we do i hear um one of the suggestions is is that they want to defund the police force which what they're saying is is not take away police officers or not saying we need to get rid of police officers what they're saying is is to defund the police force and use that money in the community by allocating it into social programs that will benefit the community i have another one for you that i thought of the other day i was discussing this with friends what we should do is take some of the money that we spend towards defense and start allocating some of that to the police force. And what I say is we should start making the minimum salary for a police officer at $75,000 a year. Now, hear me out. The reason why is if we get police officers that we pay enough, then we're going to wind up getting better quality people who will want the job. Because right now, it doesn't pay enough to get a higher degree of better quality people to take the job. Now, again, let me stress, I'm not saying everybody that takes the job as a police officer who takes the salary is a low quality person. That's certainly not true. But we have seen it time and time again. We see too many people who I believe just say, you know what? I can't really do anything else, so I'm just going to be a cop so that way I can get a gun and maybe beat up on some people. And there are plenty of police officers in the force that are exactly like that. I mean, even white people can attest to this sometimes, believe it or not. And I'm not saying anywhere near on the level of black people. But how many white people, I've heard the stories a hundred times, where they get pulled over by cops and they get a ticket. And they're like, oh, that cop was a jerk. That guy, you know, he was just so full of himself. And, you know, you were going on and on and on. And that was just you getting a ticket. Again, imagine what it's like to be a black person in this world. And how they are treated and what, why this is accepted on, in any form, on any planet. I don't know if you guys out there watch John Oliver, but he did a phenomenal piece on police on his show on HBO on Sunday night. So if you haven't seen it, do what you can to check it out. You could probably even go to YouTube and watch it on there. But it was a great piece on police again. It's a tough job. I 100% get it. And you're going to have some incidences where police officers 
are going to have to react at a time where it's going to be on the line. It's going to be 50-50 right there on the fence. But it is clear we have got to do something. Something has to there ha- the entire system needs to be revamped and we got to figure out the best way to do it. Now, of course, in Congress, we're never going to get to that point because everybody bickers and whines and complains, and that's the reason for the protests and maybe sometimes the riots. Again, I don't condone the riots, but when people are starting to show the anger, where they're starting to show how fed up they are, maybe at some point somebody will step up, stop, and say, you know what, we need to listen. We need to figure out how to handle this better. There was absolutely nothing on that video that showed me that this guy, Derek Chauvin, was in the right. And I don't care about George Floyd's past. His past means nothing. Because I guarantee you when that guy had his knee on his neck, he didn't know anything about his past. And even if he did, that's not a justifiable murder. Derek Chauvin is an example of a low-quality person. That's who you have on the police force around the country in many precincts. It's unfortunate, but it's true. So let's start paying police officers so we can get higher-quality people, and we can also keep the high-quality people now and give them the money that they deserve. And we need to weed out the Derek Chauvins. And how do you do that? Well, first of all, you check to see how many complaints this police officer has had against him or her. Mostly him is usually what we see. So I'm just going to stick with him. Look to see how many complaints of excessive force we have. If you're talking double digits, 10, 15, 18, like Derek Chauvin had, he might need to reconsider a different profession. We also need to check everybody's social media. If they've posted anything that comes across as anything that could be considered racist, then you're going to have to evaluate that guy too. And sometimes blatant racist, whether you're a cop, a lawyer, it doesn't matter, or a president. They will let you know directly or indirectly. And if you see either one of them, it is time for them to be reported. People have got to stand up and say something. It has got to be taught in the police force if it isn't already. And I do believe somebody says it is, but it doesn't seem to be adhered to as much, is that if you see or you hear a cop doing or saying something wrong, you must step up and report it. It doesn't appear that that is happening Even if that is the case in the police force, if they say that that is what needs to happen, it doesn't appear as if it is. But things clearly have to change. And as I said earlier, it does appear as if we may get some change here because there are people that normally probably wouldn't even agree that Derek Chauvin murdered this gentleman. I hear more people saying it than I normally would in a case like the Ahmed Aubrey case that people still want to try to act as if Ahmed Aubrey was in the wrong. But for some reason, this one does appear to be different. And again, me, like I'm sure all of you listening to this, hopes that there is a real change, a serious change. And, you know, again, it's up to all of us if we see or hear anything that just doesn't sound right say something. 
It may be uncomfortable at times, but you know what? It's for the greater good. Meanwhile, there's still the coronavirus out there. And here's the one thing about Americans that's a little bit scary. So we have all this stuff going on with the protests, and that is certainly dominating the news as it should. However, the problem sometimes with Americans is they forget so quickly and so easily. And that's why I'm a little bit hesitant to say that real change could come from what happened to Mr. Floyd. However, what happens is is that sometimes we have a hard time walking and chewing gum at the same time. So just because the coronavirus is not in the news as much as it was, you know, it's almost like you're getting a break from the coronavirus news. Don't let that fool you into thinking that it no longer exists. Because there are going to be a lot of people who are like, yeah, we're not talking about this anymore. So is it gone? Maybe it's gone. I guess we really don't have to worry about it anymore. Everybody to the beach, everybody to church, everybody to a football game, whatever. Please, I hope there is a football game, a basketball game, baseball game. But we can't lose sight of this thing. I live in the state of Florida. Woof. What a state. Anyway, the other day, it was a little bit lower on the radar because of everything that's going on, but more cases in the state of Florida happened just the other day than any other time. So obviously, we cannot forget about this. So as I started the show saying 2020 sucked, I was hoping by the end of this podcast, we'd maybe figure out a few things and sort everything out. Unfortunately, did not happen. So 2020 still sucks, but we still have another half a year, a little over half a year to go, and we can certainly do our part to make it better. First of all, be kind to one another. Be nice. Try your best to smile throughout the day. Also, in the latter part of the year, we have an election. I've talked about this on every podcast. We have the most important election we have ever had in our lifetimes by far. And really, unless another Donald Trump comes around, I'm not sure we will ever see an election as big as this one. We must do everything we can to get Joe Biden to defeat Donald Trump in November. You have to go around to people who are either on the fence, who are talking about not voting because they don't care. Find a way to make them care. We have got to do this, and it has to be done in a manner which is embarrassing to Donald Trump because there would be nothing that would make me happier. And I'm sure a lot of you too. Well, as always, I want to thank everybody for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at brun13. I will be back this Friday for another edition of Bar Talk. And, of course, we will have another edition of Run's House next Monday. Sorry for the delay on this week's episode, but we should be back on schedule next week. Hopefully we hear some good news and maybe we could talk about some good stuff next week. And I do appreciate you listening. I will talk to you soon. Thanks.